Hi folks, my name is Otto Johnson and I want to welcome you to my Science Inquiry podcast today. I'm so glad y'all could join me as I'm pretty excited to talk about today's topic. Today's science question of the day that we're going to be going over and I'm going to be teaching you a little bit about is how do snowflakes form their shape and why are they all different? Now I know we've all heard the phrase, every single snowflake is different. I wanted to figure out how they came to be different, how they came to form their shapes, and then what makes them all different. I came to this question with the snow coming down. I was outside my house going for a walk. Sometimes I like to do that to clear my head. I don't get to as much as I would like because I'm pretty busy often, but it is nice to just be outside and feel the snow coming down. Anyway, the individual flakes, so those very, very small ones, the intricate ones that sometimes land on your clothing, I could see them landing and falling down as I was walking. And I stopped for a second and looked at them as they fell down. And it kind of made me wonder, how did this come to happen? I love snow. And I have loved snow ever since I was a kid. I love playing in it. I love watching it fall. I love all things about winter. If I could be cozied up, under some dim lights and watching the snowfall, I don't know that I can think of a better evening. Not a care in the world, just watching the peaceful snow coming down. As I said, this experience kind of got me thinking. How does it come to be? And so that's why that is our question of the day. When I was looking for an answer for this, I felt like I probably should know this already. Uh, I had learned about snow a long time ago, as I'm studying to become a teacher now, so I thought this was something that I should have had down already. However, I did think that it would be pretty easy to find because of this. I just didn't know for sure. I looked into the possibility of interviewing someone about this, someone who had some type of background in weather or science, and knew a little bit more than I did. But with everything that's going on with COVID, with my job, with their jobs, it would be pretty hard to bring them in for an interview. Instead, I thought it would be kind of creative, kind of different, to ask people that I lived with what they knew about snowflakes, just to see if they had any ideas or if they had some knowledge that I didn't already know. I asked three of my roommates the same simple question, our question of the day, how do snowflakes form their shape and why are they all different? Each one of my three roommates had a different response. The first one, Max, thought that they, th thought that they froze as they fell, giving them their shapes. He thought that they kind of wafted to the ground and froze, turning from rain into snow, and that gave them those intricate shapes that they have. Hope thought they froze before they fell. So when they were up in the cloud, she thought that they froze, and then they fell down to the ground without a lot of change. The third person I asked, my roommate Carter, had absolutely no idea, or maybe he didn't want to answer that question. After I asked each of them the question, it was time to begin actually digging into the research, and I can teach you all about it.
Before we go do that, though, we're going to take a quick break and listen to a little bit of music. Welcome back, students. So, right before the break, I talked about how my roommates answered the question, but I never really got the opportunity to discuss what my thoughts were and what my guess was before I got into the research. So I'll break that down for you a little bit here. My best guess for this was kind of similar to what Max said. I thought that snowflakes froze as they fell starting out as raindrops up in the very, very top level. And as they fell down, they kind of froze and became the snowflakes that we know before kind of fluttering or quickly flying to the ground. I know that they're all supposed to be different, but I can't help wonder if that's true or not. Since the beginning of Earth itself, there have been a lot of different snowflakes. And for me to think, wow, all of them are different, seemed pretty hard. So that also kind of was something that I was thinking about while I was researching this question. After I looked through a few websites and read an online book, an idea was beginning to take shape. Let's learn some new stuff about snow. I'll start with my first question, the first part of my question. How do snowflakes form their shape? The answer to the question was actually pretty easy to find, kind of like I thought it would be back in the beginning, as it seems this question was one that was asked by a lot of people before. It's definitely a focus that older students would work on, especially with the molecular level that we'll be talking about a little bit, but I'm going to try and break it down in a way that even the younger kids will be able to get as well. The first place I found information came from a website called scientificamerican.com. It had a specific weather scientist talking a little bit about snowflakes. A lot of other websites I came across said similar information, but I thought the Scientific American website worded it best. Snowflakes form their shape because weather molecules form weak bonds to one another. These are called hydrogen bonds. And when those bonds form together, they form hexagonal shapes that are symmetrically perfect. To put that a little more simply, a little easier to understand, those little tiny bits of water come together and form shapes, almost always with six sides and always symmetrically perfect. If you fold a snowflake in half, it would match perfectly. I kind of knew something along those lines happened, but that's just the beginning, though. Snowflakes become snowflakes through the process of crystallization. Most snowflakes actually start with a symmetric hexagonal structure, which is those six sides I was talking about before, easily folded across, meaning it's perfectly even. They start with that structure. They start looking like that. But it's an interesting process that makes them a little more different. I'm going to make a quick point here. Not all snowflakes are different. As we said earlier on, I kind of had some doubts about whether it was possible for them all to be different. 
Several sources I looked at, including one from the Dickinson County Conservation Board, which seems like a smaller site, but it gave me a lot of useful information, said that if highly, it's highly unlikely that almost every single snowflake to ever fall is different. It's far more likely that every snowflake falling right now is different, just because of the process that they take to get down to the earth. If your teacher ever tells you that all snowflakes are different, they are pretty close to correct, because right now they are. This will lead me to the second part of the question. But before we get there, it's time to take another quick break. After that little break, I want to welcome you back to the last segment of our podcast today, which will take a look at the second part of the science question of the day. Why are all of the snowflakes' shapes different? As we went over right before the break, we talked a little bit about the crystallization process. As I learned when I was doing my research, that crystallization process is key to making those snowflakes different. When snowflakes fall to the ground, the process starts when they crystallize in the air. At the very, very top, in the clouds where they are formed in, they crystallize. But as they fall, that changes. They can drop into a watery temperature, changing their crystal structure. They can freeze into a thicker structure, making it a different crystallized structure. And as they continue to fall or pass through clouds, or in some cases not pass through clouds, they, that flake pattern can change completely, allowing for all these different branches and different shapes that come in so many different snowflakes. Today on the podcast, we've learned about snowflakes, how they bond together symmetrically, crystallize as they fall through different clouds, and how they may not be as different as we think. I'm so glad you could join me today and help me answer the question of how do snowflakes form their shapes and why they are all so different. If you would like to learn a little bit more about snowflakes, one of the best websites I've found, snowcrystals.com, gives you several different ways to learn about the snowflakes, learn about their different shapes, different styles that can be created, and how they come down. It explains a lot more fun things for kids to check out for learning, if you want to check that out as well. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. (laughs) 